Well, welcome back to another episode of Grow in Grief podcast. This is Stephanie Fetterman, and I have Jasenia with me today to share a little bit about her story. So excited to hear from her, and I will just jump right in. Um, so go ahead, Jasenia, go ahead and start to share with your story. Um. So I guess the the story that God had placed on my heart had to do with my my loss, my miscarriage that I had recently in 2020. Mm-hmm. But before getting to that loss, there was other loss that I had that um, had to do with just making decisions that I shouldn't have made but didn't know better. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was younger, I had... Um, I got pregnant. I think I was 16, maybe Mm -hmm. 17. No, I was 17 the first time. And I decided to not keep the baby. And Mm -hmm. um, before deciding not to keep the baby, I I thought I couldn't tell my mom because if I tell my mom, she's going to make me keep the baby Mm because we grew up Christian. And so it was like, you can't do that. I knew that you couldn't do that, but nobody told me why I didn't understand. And Mm -hmm. so when my mom found out that I was pregnant, she found out because I was looking at a commercial and um, I just started bawling, crying. It was a baby commercial. It was like Huggies or something like that. And I just started bawling, crying. And my mom came up to me and she said, how long? But she says in Spanish because we're Latin, spicy Latin family. And she says, cuanto tiempo? And I'm like, six weeks, like crying. And so um, she says, I'll take you. And I was like, you'll take me? And I, and she was like, yeah. And I was like, well, actually the dad's going to take me. Mm-hmm. And so that actually gave me permission to have an abortion, mm-hmm. um, unbeknownst to the both of us, you know, I didn't know this coming, you know, as a 17 year old, but it gave me permission and it was okay to have an abortion. So I, I had the abortion. I woke up from it crying, like mm-hmm. a deep soul cry because they had knocked me out. I didn't know what that cry was about. And so um, I had my my first loss, my first abortion. And then the following year, got pregnant again. Another abortion. Mm-hmm. Same thing, got knocked out. Um, the third time, uh, this is, I think, God coming into like the picture saying, like, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. And he put it on the heart of the nurse or the doctor, or whoever it was that was taking care of me that day to actually show me the fetus. Mm-hmm. And um, it was the first time that I wasn't knocked out as well. So the other two is complete knocked out like a transaction. Mm-hmm. This time the person was actually like talking to me mm-hmm. and um you know, it was like, oh, there you go. There's the little guy or the little peanut. And then I saw the image of this baby. And I, it's always like in the back of my mind, it's like there, like this image is ingrained in my memory. And so when I saw the baby, I was like, oh my God, this is the last time I'm never going to have an abortion ever again. And yeah. so that was it. Never again. Did I ever have an abortion? I knew that if I ever got pregnant again, that I was going to have this baby. Um, and I started birth control. Mm-hmm. Fast forward years later, um, I'm in Christ, I'm walking the faith, I've gone through a whole bunch of um, work in myself, knowing knowing who I was single, and then knowing who I was single in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my husband, we get pregnant, and it's very exciting. And, you know, I tell my family, and um, I even had, like, godparents, like, mm-hmm. I was, like, 
yes, this baby is going to come to fruition. Um, mm -hmm. I've gotten this, um, the Jeremiah 29, 11, before mm -hmm. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Um, plans to give you hope in the future, plans to prosper you. And so I was like, yes, this is this is my son. His name was going to be Jeremiah Josiah. And we were like, oh, gung-ho. And then at six weeks and a few days, it started bleeding. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God. And I just remember, like, what's happening? Like, I was like, I just, yeah. I want to feel sick. I want to feel all the feels because I was like, that means I'm still pregnant. Yeah. And I remember going to, like, the ER and they it was so soon to tell whether or not, you know, it was a viable pregnancy that they left me mm -hmm. like in limbo. They're like, well, you could be miscarrying or you could not be miscarrying. Like we yeah. didn't get a heartbeat. You are pregnant, um, but we don't know. And that was like the worst feeling ever to not know like this hope, this desire, like, but I had this verse, like God gave me, you know, like a name and so I remember going home that night and just like being a total wreck, like what's going on. I was in a state of confusion. Like that's whenever like something isn't right, that's the state that I get in. I'm mm -hmm. in fog, I'm confused. And I thankfully have like a really strong community and yeah. they, people would call and just ask how I was doing. Cause I was like texting people that knew, I was like, this is what's happening. Just pray for me. And um, one of my friends, they got put it on their heart to reach out to a, um, I think he's a gynecologist, mm -hmm. but a woman's doctor. Yeah. And, um, and he had him on waiting on the other line on hold just mm -hmm. to give me that peace of mind of talking to an actual women's doctor and I was so grateful for that because he's also Christian so he mm -hmm. gave me the perspective that I needed to hear and so I was no longer trusting in my own understanding but now right. I was able to lean in on the trusting him yeah and so when I got that clarity when I was able to get that peace um I was like okay if I miscarry I miscarry it's part of God's plan mm -hmm. um and if I don't that's great but I did a couple of days later, like I lost the baby and I was in a completely different state of my, like when I came down, I was like in fear. I was like confused But that time I was in peace, but I still had a loss and yeah. I still had to learn, give myself permission to process the grief and process the loss. And so even though I was like in a completely different state of mind, when I came home, um, my husband gave me this, like, just like this quiver, like, he just did that and like yeah. I just started crying like like it uh, like physically seeing him sad because I he's not an emotional person mm -hmm. and he's not good at communicating um he's gotten a lot better but at the time you know wasn't um he's a guy he doesn't communicate emotion yeah. so just seeing his little lip quiver I was just like oh my god he's sad too like it's didn't just happen to me it happened to him too like we both yeah. lost a baby and so God put it on my heart that I wanted to celebrate his little life even though it was you know brief moment but for that brief moment we had like plans like yeah we very excited and so um we did we celebrated his little life we had like a little memorial service and mm. that was kind of like the bombing that was needed to uh, help 
put it at rest. Um, but still, you know, there's obviously still sadness and there's obvious still still like things that I'm that I'm working through. Um, we did get pregnant again later on that year. We do have a little baby boy. He's about to turn 18 months. Super, super cute. His name is Asher. He's our little rainbow baby. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, but even even now, like I'm struggling with getting pregnant a second time. Yeah. And so like all of those things that have gone on in my life keep popping up like lies yeah. like oh because you had abortions oh you you're gonna miscarry like oh you're too yeah. old like all of these things so like those little losses that are huge losses yeah um, are still something that I'm working through today but for the most part I have a completely different frame of mind than than yeah. I did. sometimes I got to be reminded I was like no just any of those are devil's lies I was like you're yeah. right <laughs> But it's yeah, so, so hard because he's so he's so quick to like try and come in and discourage us in those moments where we're just like in our feels and I'm very much an emotional person and and actually my husband and I were talking I think it was yesterday about communication he's like hey, we're men we don't communicate like that's just not <laughs> a thing women communicate and I'm like it's so frustrating <laughs> um so I totally relate to that um it's like use your words <laughs> that's I feel like that's I'm talking to my toddler <laughs> that's literally what I tell everybody in my household I'll tell my daughter that she's five I'm like use your words I'll tell my boys that when they're getting pressure I'm like use your words <laughs> like it's not that difficult <laughs> but it's it's it seems like that's what when the enemy like just loves to pop up is when we're in those in those fields and feeling all the things that we like our flesh not necessarily wants to feel, but is in the midst of feeling. And he just will come super quick with those lies to just be like, to, I feel like only, I don't know, like, I feel like he's trying to discourage us even more. Like we're already discouraged in, you know, what we're thinking and feeling. And then he's just like, I'm just going to keep chipping at it away. (laughs) Yeah. So what would you say in, I guess, over the course of it, what was something that you learned? What was the biggest thing that you learned, I guess, over the the time from when you had your first abortion to like now, what would you say would be your biggest lesson that you learned? Whoa, that's a good question. Um, well, I know he has a plan Mm -hmm. and, um, I know that it's not always aligned to what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess just being able to trust him in the midst of it, even though it's like incredibly hard. And in, a lot of the time in the midst of it, it's really easy to forget to trust him. Yeah. And so I guess it would be just to remember to mm-hmm. that, even though it's a trial, even though it's rough, even though it's not <sighs> what you want, just to remember to trust him that there is plan that there is something at the end of all of this that's a part of what he wants to do yeah which is really hard to do it's not yeah. it's not easy it's not fun it's not, easy. <laughs> are not. It's not and I fail every time and then <laughs> somebody has to like remind me <laughs> it's like oh that's right <laughs> I feel like my lesson that God teaches me way too many times is patience. Like you would think that I would have this down by now with as many times as he's been like, okay, let's work on patience. Let's work on patience. I'm like, I feel like I'm a preschooler when it comes to patience, even still like 
I'm 40 years old and I still feel like I haven't even moved to like first grade when it comes to (laughs) (laughs) or kindergarten. (laughs) I'm 42. I'm 40 also, (laughs) not 42. Oh my gosh. So I guess there's no hope for us right now. We got to wait till we're older, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) I keep praying for more patience and maybe that's the problem. problem. He's going to keep giving us things to be patient for. That's really funny. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So what would you say would be your like three takeaways from what you've gone through more, more directed towards helping somebody else that might be going through the same situation? Oh gosh. So like, which part, <laughs> because there's like Any of it. having because an abortion, having a miscarriage, waiting to get use, pregnant. <laughs> you do one of each, you uh-huh. could do all of one. Oh my goodness. Whatever you want. So abortion. Um, that one's a rough one because um, no one gave me any anything. Like, mm-hmm. so I I feel like I would definitely want to express to them that there is another way um, mm-hmm. that you don't necessarily have to keep the child. You can give them up for adoption. You can. So there is going to be a family that would want to adopt them. Had I known that, I may have done that because I see that now in my friends and my um in my circle that they do that and knowing the hurt that I went through from having multiple abortions and how I'm dealing with them now um I would want somebody not to have to go through that I would want somebody to like learn from my experience yeah um and take it from with a grain of salt like they may or may not listen but at least express it and communicate it um miscarriage miscarriage is hard um so I guess I would want them to know that there there's this, there's a light there is always a possibility that you can have a baby I I had a baby yeah um, but I also know that it's possible that you may not it's just a matter of deciding to lean in and trust him in the process of mm-hmm. whether or not having your own child is in his will or mm-hmm. if it isn't for your heart to be open to um, adoption or another way to parent because uh, yeah. that's something that I had to go through um, I didn't know if I was going to be able to have kids before the miscarriage just because I did have three abortions I wasn't sure what that did to my body yeah so I had already like decided you know, me between God and I that, okay, I would adopt. Now I have to go back to that because now I want to have my own kids now that I have one. So now I, if, you know, a second child is not in his plan, then revisiting adoption for us anyway, that would be our next step. But in the waiting, like that's something I'm still working on. Um, It's like being able to just trust in him again in that process. Like it's really just trusting in him waiting on him um, and just letting him lead. It's yeah. the, the recurring story and theme in all of and everything, yeah. <laughs> especially the things, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Also, like how beautiful would that be if you did end up ad- adopting, especially from like a young mom that was, that would be in the shoes that you were in and having gone through that, like what an incredible story of redemption in a way like that would be such such a beautiful gift I truly believe I don't think I've ever thought of it like that and it like made me 
tear up. I was like, wow, oh. that would be like amazing. Yeah. Cause I know that God is a redeeming God. And I know that like one of the things that I've learned is my relationship with my mom was not the best. I lost my mom when I was 14. And since then I was just praying and praying and praying for a daughter. Cause I wanted that mother daughter relationship restored, even though my, my mom would not have been the same mom that I am with my daughter, if that makes sense. Like she was very much a tomboy. She didn't like getting her nails done. I'm very much a girly girl. So we're very, very, very different. And, and God was amazing and blessed me with so many amazing women to help guide me through those teenage years. And I'm so thankful, but I still felt like I was lacking that mother daughter relationship. And I mean, God blessed me with truly one of the most amazing, amazing little girls. She is funny. She is sassy. She is, she is very much like a, a tomboy because she likes to be rough and tough and play with her older brothers, but she's also very much a girly girl and loves to do those girly girl things with, with me that I enjoy doing. And I'm just like, God, like, you're so amazing because like looking back, like as I got older, I don't think that the relationship that I would have had with my mom would have been the one that I wanted to have with my mom. And I think that there still would have been something feeling like it was lacking. And God is just so good to bless me with a daughter. That's everything I could have ever wanted. And so much more like she doesn't have the issues. It's like, she's not going to have to deal with the same issues that I did growing up. And, and I'm so thankful for that. And I'm just like, God, you gave me not only what I wanted, but so much, like that, that verse, you know, God gives you exceedingly abundantly more than you could ever hope or imagine. Yeah. That is literally what he's done with me and my daughter. And so I'm just, I'm excited to hear more of your story as like time progresses to find out yeah. if you do adopt. Cause I think that if, if you're to go that route, like what, what an amazing story of redemption that would be. Yeah. So Thanks for bad. planting that seed, though, because I hadn't thought of that. So now I'm going to talk to my husband about that. But we had already <laughs> decided. And have another. <laughs> yeah, we had already decided beforehand that we would be open to adoption if having our own was not a possibility. So yeah. I'm sure that that door can always be revisited if having yeah. a second is not going to happen. Because it would be nice for him to grow up with a sibling. Yeah. Whether it's biological or not. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And. And I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing your story. Cause I know it's, I know it's not easy. And so I'm very, I feel very, very honored that you're willing to come on here and share your story. And, um, seriously, I'm going to be con like constantly texting you <laughs> what's going on and what's new, because honestly it is, you may not see it now, but such, such an amazing story, you know, and what's gone on in your life, even though you've gone through a lot of hard, you know, you've got a beautiful family and, and I know God's going to do amazing, amazing things in and through you for his kingdom. I have no doubt. I receive it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited to hear, you know, what, how things begin to unfold for you because you know, I'm just, yeah, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me on here. You are very welcome. Thank you for joining me. I am going to say farewell to this episode 
And we can't wait to have you again. Remember, goodbyes are not guaranteed. I hope that this podcast watered your life so you can grow in grief today. If you have something that you would like to bring to my attention for us to talk about on this podcast, please email me at growingrief at gmail.com. Thank you.